0: Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the Friend Zone. With Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. FriendZone.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Friend Zone. My name is Tim, his name is Guy, and we're separated because uh, we're in lockdown for a little bit and hopefully we'll be out of it soon. But it's made me think a lot about our friends all around the world, Guy, and how a lot of people have been locked down essentially this whole time.
1: That's right. We are in a different part of the world. We're in a fortunate part of the world. And we think of all of our friends on the good days and the bad days. Because, Tim, that's what friends are for. Who sang that? Bette Midler?
0: Yeah. I feel like it's one of those songs a lot of people have done a version of. Got no idea who did the OG.
1: Dionne Warwick.
0: There you go. Damn it. A, a recent uh, departure of Twitter. Oh, really? Now, yeah. She was she came, came in on Twitter, for, I thought. She came in, I think, for about six months and then was like, all right, bye, everyone.
1: <laughs> what an iconic cameo. Guy, how are you doing? How's your lockdown treating you? I'm by myself, and, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm with a cat. Uh, You're with Fig? Yeah, I'm with Fig, and um, I've actually I keep forgetting. I've been Fig traditionally eats, uh, I go to this place called Raw Essentials and buy him these blocks of meat. I dethaw them, he gets one for breakfast, one for dinner. I'm Fig's sort of custodian, even when the house is full. Fig and I got a good thing going, but we've run out of meat, and I'm feeding him like they're nice bickies, but they're just the bickies. And every day, I, Mm. I Fig says. It's mealtime, and I say, damn it, Fig, I'm so sorry, man. You're still on bikkies." And Fig's like, it's okay. I get it, but I wish I was eating meat. So it's a great reminder, Tim. After this, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to get Fig some of the, the, the cat food he deserves. Do you think he deserves it? Fig does hang out with a bad crowd, but I don't think... Um, making his home life any more challenging than it is, is going to change that. I don't like Fig's friends. And I, I've said as much to Fig. And when Fig's friends come over here, I say, yeah, like that, because I mm-hmm. don't want Fig hanging out with him. He hangs out with a rough crowd. You hear them scrapping and yapping. And he actually slipped his collar a couple of days ago. Um, and he, so he's he's without collar presently. but
0: Now... When his friends come around and you you hear them off the property, do they respond to that? Yeah, do
1: they scream? They 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 run, they run, um, they scram, and they sort of they. There's a look in their eye that's they know that I don't like these guys. Mm. But Mm. there's like there's a genuine there's a bond that transcends human and animal. There's like a there's a there's personality inside all of these cats, and they sort of I think they understand what I'm saying when I say yeah. Because Fig's a I don't soft and affectionate
0: guy. And cats are very perceptive. They mm. may not care about how you're feeling, but they do understand but how they you're do feeling.
1: Know. Yeah, that's right. They do know.
0: I've got a message here from one of our friends. Uh, it was sent in late November last year.
1: Great time to be writing. This is from
0: Nicholas. It says, do you two very brave boys. Just wanted to drop you a line to tell you that I'm having a ripping good time listening to the most recent season of The Potty. The openness and positivity of your relationship is super inspiring and just an amazing thing to, lis- to listen to. I also wanted to share these pictures of some Emmanuel vinyls I saw in a local record shop here in Melbourne. Uh, I was listening to the podcast when I found these, and it just made me really appreciate how trippy our little universe works. How our trippy little universe works. I'm pretty sure no one will be picking up these softcore Porn soundtracks anytime soon. So if you want one of them, let me know. There is a few English versions and a Japanese version. Thanks for the hours of great content. Say my name, you handsome cunts. Nick Whoa. Patton.
1: Nick? Um, he sent the. Yeah. No, I was just re- repeating. I wasn't saying. You're just saying the name Nick. That's Nick uh, that's Patton. cool. These. <laughs> It's so
0: disruptive. I really wish you'd follow it up with something if okay. you're going to say his name. Okay. Sorry. What have you got to say to Nick?
1: Hi. I'd love to... I'd love uh, the, ja- the photos uh, aren't loading. Uh, I'd love the Japanese one, please.
0: Yeah, I really want that too, actually. I'll fight you for that.
1: Or well, we could share. Both work. Thank no, you so much that won't for be co- happening. Okay. Well... Thanks, Nick, for creating something to fight over in mine and Tim's friendship. I really want
0: to see a photo of these vinyls. I I, I, uh, I actually think I'd really enjoy some porn vinyl. Maybe I'll um, look on Amazon or something, see if I can source some copies. Thing with vinyl, it's quite expensive to ship around the place. I really
1: think it's holding it back, you know? I... I mean, I feel like it's having a big renaissance. You know, cassettes are kind of in. Yeah. People are putting out music exclusively on cassette.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen, or uh, well, I haven't owned a device that plays a cassette in, in a good while, but I should get a tape deck again, eh? Uh, yeah, dog. Cassettes are cool, man. I really like them.
1: I like them too. You're telling
0: I- me that you've recorded music on this tiny magnetic strip? What the
1: fuck? I mean, to be fair, that's how I feel about every means of consuming music. Like, yeah, I can't even think about Spotify or Bluetooth. This The fucking file doesn't even exist. How the fuck did they get all those instruments inside of an app? Anyway, Dearest, <laughs> your recent your recent frustration with the complex world around you it
0: sort of equally tackles me and concerns me. Because you bring it up quite a lot at the moment, and I feel like you're really struggling with
1: it. Well, I just, I don't know. <laughs> Tim, I don't know how any of it goes. Do some Googling, look some stuff, just the stuff that comes
0: to mind, look it up. You don't have to know everything. No one knows anything, really. We live in such an insanely complex world, but if there's something that comes to mind, just just give it a Google. But then I look wiki. it up.
1: I start reading, and the explanation is so boring. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> I just trust it's there. But then it bothers me still. Dearest Tim Timiny Tim Timiny Tim Timini, and let's guy, 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 guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I did that justice. <laughs> <laughs> just wasted to drop you a line and say hi and share the love. F- I guess that's wanted but the S and the N are miles away from each other on a keyboard (laughs) (laughs) to say hi and share the love from Southampton, England. I've been a patron, pal, for just over a year now and absolutely loving it. Keep up the fantastic work. Sadly, sad to say that I've fallen behind on the potty recently and I'm just catching up with the early December eps. However, so excited and plan to wake up at 2 a.m. This is something that's already been. Uh, on the nineteenth of February, for what is surely to be a momentous recording of the six in the city of six in the city four, and just like that, pilot, I'm drunk with a virtual. I'm drunk after a virtual pub night with my own pals. Sorry, anyways, love you both. Nothing else to say other than that. Stay safe. Say my name, you absolute motherfuckers. Aaron, spelt the correct way, and then a kiss, and then now an update, which was sent. Oh wow, the initial message was sent on the 31st of Jan and this update is like a month later. A slightly more sober version for you lovely boys. I am now up to date with all the pods and thought I'd inform you of a particular quirk in my listening. I have never heard season one. I started listening when season two came out and as such, I've picked up on a few of the references from season one sprinkled into the subsequent swe- subsequent sweezens. Patty Schwartz, Party Time it all. I always planned to go back to Season 1 when you guys stop putting out content, but you guys just keep going headfirst into madness. And I love you ever more for it. <laughs> I didn't watch the live stream, by the way, as I had to work the next day, and 3 a.m. in the morning was just too much. I'll catch up now and also chuck you some money. Chuck some money while you're away from the theater and your big bad selves. This time, don't say my name. Blank. P.S. Oh. <laughs> Please see photo of when I meet you guys in London after the live show. The signed print takes pride of place in my lounge. And here's a photo. Wow, we were living in a different fucking time. This is really hitting me with the nostalgia. It's a photo of Person X holding up the beautiful nightmare poster featuring distorted Zakoli, Lenny Fader, and SJP, and he's flanked on either side by you and I. And um, we were in London, Tim. We did a show at the London Podcast Festival twenty. 20- 19 sounds right, and uh, it was amazing. It was one of the great nights of my life. It was a great time.
0: That um, that whole thing rocked. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, that theater was amazing. The podcast festival, um, was awesome. The London podcast festival, it was just from way to go. A really good time, and uh, thank you so much. Blank for coming And I have an additional question Can I take a run At the correct spelling of Aaron Pursuing to the last Yeah From this listener Is it double A R O N Yeah Sick Yeah you got it Uh, Turns out that's the wrong way To spell it my man
1: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: They say this? two wrongs don't make it right. This, this is, is from a from very home.
0: interesting... Oh, no. Oh, no, we're good. Okay. This was sent to us and to um, Mabim Bam, but I Mm. thought it was from Mabim Bam, but it confused me. At any rate, the message goes like this. (coughs) It was sent on the 28th of November, which is probably why, because that would have been right around American Thanksgiving, which, as we all know, is the annual season of Blart. Mm -hmm. So, here's the message. Hello, The following is some ideas for sequels to Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I like this guy because it suggests that um, our role is to make Paul Blart Mall Cop 3. Yes, it is our responsibility. Paul Blart Mall Cop 3, How It All Blarted. Paul Blart gets a mall cop job in Los Angeles while Maya is a student at UCLA. Lane, who is dating Maya and and has also moved to LA, is hired to be a mall cop at the same small mall, and Paul tries to teach him the ropes. Most of the movie is shown through Lane's perspective, learning the ins and outs of being a mall cop. Most of the advice Paul gives Lane isn't helpful, and a lot of it honestly is embarrassing up until the mall gets heisted, like in the other movies, and Lane has to use the things Paul taught him to save both the mall and Paul. In the end... (laughs) It's <laughs> so the Maul and Paul thing, so funny. I know I, all the memes online of like Maul, Paul, Paul, Maul, Maul. Maul, Maul.
1: I, yeah, I, ha- I haven't really, but it was almost, I mean, I know I must have heard it before, but just then when Maul and Paul were put next to each other, I was like, oh, I see how this franchise exists. Like, it's the most transparent way to come up with a movie concept.
0: Sort of, but it's like, it's not directly. A rhyme in the way that they've used it in the title—it's more like a poetic use of language. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's because it's not like Paul and the Mall. It's more complicated as Paul Black Cop so it's sort of hidden in there. I feel <laughs> like yeah,
1: I feel like they they found it on Rhyme Zone, and then they're like, ah, people are going to see our process. We've got to cover our tracks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, in the end. Maya tells Lane that while she loves both Lane and her father, if Lane grows a moustache like Paul, she will dump him. Okay, that's that one. Paul Blartmore cop through. Clean eyes, full blarts. Paul, glitzes, Paul gets a... <laughs> <laughs> Paul, that's a funny name. Yeah, add another L after the P. Paul gets a security job at a high school and helps with their winless. Down on their, like, football team. He is bad at being an assistant coach and falls down a lot. Lots of opportunities to see Paul, i have just added it now, uh, take hits from the tacklers at sports equipment when the school is, for some reason, heisted. Paul leads some of the football players in stopping the heist and saving the day. I can see that one, you know, like mm. I can see it in my mind's well, that, eye. That's
1: a, they've married that with the iconic TV series Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Yeah, featuring, I got that. I got that from the, guy the title. From the The guy from Early Edition, one of the great TV shows of my youth.
0: I think was he the same guy from Sliders? Is that um Jared?
1: The fuck is his name? Was was he also in Stand By Me? Uh, you know, if you look up Sliders, all you get are pictures of tiny burgers. I'm just looking him up now. Damn
0: bougie food people. Uh. I'm gonna no, read no, another no. one. While they are you do thinking that. of Jerry? Also, O'Connell? can I just say? Yes, I am. Yes, I am.
1: Nah, the guy, the early edition guy, and also the um, the that guy's called uh, Kyle Chandler. Fuck, that's an American name. <laughs>
0: um, I think that, uh, oh fuck, what's his name? Paul. Jake Paul, Jake Paul should be in that one, in the high school football <laughs> yeah, team one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Blart and Jake Paul, and Paul Blart Mall Cop Three, clean eyes, full blart. There's more of these, so I should really keep going. Paul Blart Mall Cop Three, the blart of the cards. There is a Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament at the mall. and this one, instead of being half Kevin James comedy and half Ocean's Eleven, it's half Kevin James comedy and half live-action anime movie. Paul Blart has to team up with the good guy Yu-Gi-Oh! player to defeat the evil Yu-Gi-Oh! player who has also kidnapped a bunch of people, which is something that actually happened in the anime, I think. Not the Paul Blart part, the guy kidnapping people in order to win a card game for children part. Paul Blart, more Cop 2. A-M-C-A-B. Paul Blatt is a bastard. Paul Blart, <laughs> Mall Cop 3. Uh, how do you say this word? Black Blatch? Oh, Blarch Rivals. I get it. Like arch rivals. Paul gets a mall cop job in Los Angeles while Maya is a student at UCLA. Lane, who is dating Maya and has also moved to LA, is hired to be a mall cop at the mall that is the rival to Paul's mall. <laughs> Paul becomes jealous of Lane in that Maya is spending more time with Lane and less time with Paul. In order to mend the potential rift between her boyfriend and dad, Maya invites Paul to get dinner at Lane's mall. While there, Paul also realizes that Lane's mall is better than his mall. Then there is a mall heist. Paul tells Lane that even though they are feuding, they need to team up so they can stop this mall heist. Lane was and is completely unaware of any feud and admits that Paul is the reason he became a mall cop. Although devastated to learn that his girlfriend's dad and inspiration for him becoming a mall cop hates him, Lane and Paul team up to stop the heist. In the end, Maya tells Lane that while she loves both Lane and her father, if Lane grows a moustache like Paul,
1: she will dump him. I feel sick. I can't hear the words Paul... Mall or lane, any longer? Are there more? Well, you're out of luck because there's about six more. Fuck
0: (laughs) Paul Blight, more cop (laughs) three broke into the old ablatment. Paul Blight teams up with Canadian (laughs) rock band Bear Naked Ladies to do something. Who wrote these? Was this Kevin James? They are so good. Paul, Paul Blatt Mall more cop three. Life imitates blood. No. Paul gets a more cop job in LA. No, <laughs> while Maya is a student at UCLA. <laughs> It really is starting to feel like an AI is writing this down. A Hollywood...
1: They've all got the same words but different cooking methods. It's like you're making me the same dinner with a different name. I feel like I'm losing my mind.
0: Right, hear this one out. Uh, a, a Hollywood TV company tells Paul that they want to make a reality TV show out of his life as a mall cop. No. He agrees and... The f- and the first, no, more. Stop. And the first you gotta half of the movie, sure, no, like, there's more, there's more. <laughs> he agrees, and the first half of the movie, is like a Paul, as a Kevin James <laughs> parody of Cops. <laughs> then it is revealed that <laughs> the reality TV show was fake and they were just criminals trying to get info on the mall security in order to heist it. These he are all such spying. good premises. <laughs> Paul Blart Malkoff 3. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say this. Blairs Gracia blatus Paul Blart Maltster Ally... LA. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not what it said! <laughs> is that what it actually says? No! it? I read the word
0: moves as more. Oh, God. <laughs> Paul Blood moves to Los Angeles to be near Maya as she attends UCLA. <laughs> Paul Black gets a security job at MGM Studios. He is tricked a number of times into thinking that there is an emergency at the studios only for it to be revealed every time that the emergency is not real and part of the practical effects of making big budget films. Eventually, the studios are heisted for real and Paul uses the practical effects he learned about in an, it, it, it learned about earlier in a way to stop the heisters with movie magic. Guy, I think there's two more. Here's the second to the last you one. You can do it. Paul more cop... Three, World's a Blart. Paul Blatt is a mall cop in LA, having moved there because of Maya being a student at UCLA. He falls in love with Lady. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But it turns out that the lady is part of an organization of criminals. They love each other, but one is duty bound to security while the other is dedicated to security. Can love survive two people that are worlds a blunt? Or blatt, will Walk on cool Three? Blood of Darkness. At first, I thought that this could be a parody of Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness, but after reading the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, I've decided that it would be wildly inappropriate for Kevin James comedy. Instead... Paul moves to L.A. with Meyer and gets a job as a mall cop at a brand new mall. The mall is owned by a friendly millionaire. Everyone likes the millionaire. One night, Paul is at the mall after closing and learns that someone at the mall is the leader of a large criminal organization. He doesn't find out who it is specifically, but he learns only that he is called the Shadow Man. Paul tries a number of plans to out the shadow man at the mall and none of them work and each time he is more embarrassed and loses more credibility as a mall cop the millionaire promises to not fire paul so long as paul stops looking for the shadow man We then find out that the millionaire is the Shadow Man and has been trying to humiliate and discredit Paul because Paul ruined the heists he was the puppet master for in the previous two films. Paul doesn't give up and uncovers the plot of the Shadow Man and saves the day somehow. If there's any way to postpone the sending of an email so it gets to you at a more irrelevant time, i.e. closer to America Thanksgiving, when you might have done... You might have half a care about any of this I don't know how to do that, sorry Thank you for your time and your great podcasts It's from Chris A. Rock
1: Chris Rock?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I assume That they've got the middle initial there Because they're like a You, you know, they're part of the Writers Guild in yeah. of America
1: Um, Fuck, Chris A. Rock I gotta say, that was Honestly inspiring, not just As a thought exercise in what you did But like an advertisement for what is possible if you apply yourself. I mean, it's a shame you did it in such a worthless and ancillary part to your, I'm assuming, actual life. But I genuinely felt like I was trapped inside of, (laughs) like, a brilliant but misused mind just then. Mm. And the analogy I did, I used it when I was in hysteria, but I keep thinking of it's like, Every time you'd have the same beats come up. There's always the mall. There's always the pool. There's always a criminal organization. And Maya and Lane are sort of drifting around the fringes somehow. But all of them are totally like... The, st- the story beats were hashed out effectively enough that I could visualize all of them as films. That was amazing. I'm so, I'm, I can't talk anymore. Yeah, fair well enough. Well done, Chris. The rest of the friend zone is guys. All right, well, I've got I'm on the Twitter here, and um, there's some uh, there's some old gold that I didn't even know about on the Twioat Pod at T W I O A T Pod. So I'm just gonna uh, get into a few of these quickly. This one reads from the 3rd of December 2020. Hey boys, I'm reaching on behalf of my amazing husband Andrew, who loves you guys. I do too, but it's a whole different level for him. He loves the new Killian AirPod, by the way, which is available on Patreon for those of you listening. I was wondering if you ever do audio clips or something to people. Oh, I'd say like Cameo, but I know how you feel about that service. Hmm. I'd love to get him a special shout out for Christmas. Rats. We're about to have our first little one while in quarantine. And- Guys, this
0: friendzone material. I don't yeah. know if this was intended to be read out on the friend zone. I don't know if it is either. I actually feel like also we did this. I feel like we might have done that one, yeah. I feel like perhaps that person got in touch through a different channel. Yeah, well... Can you just be careful screening those uh, DMs? Because I think that's a different platform and may not be FZ-appropes.
1: No, nah, or well, they traditionally have been. This one reads... Hey Tim the Tasmanian Tiger and Guy Smiley, I just wanted to say thank you for helping me get through all this. I started listening at the beginning of US quarantine and I've just caught up. Unfortunately, I've had to make many cross-country trips during the pandemic for work and to move from east to west coast and back, and you frosty fellas have kept me company the whole way. A couple of my trips sent me through Raleigh, North Carolina. Anyways, just wanted to say I love you guys and I'll definitely get on that Patreon ASAP. Lots of love, Mason Cox. P.S. You might also want to know, I mostly listen to the podcast while welding in the bathtub I work at. Also, the worst idea of all time made my top five Spotify podcasts this year.
0: That's so lovely, and I'm so confused by the work situation. Do you weld exclusively inside a bathtub?
1: Don't we all?
0: Huh? That's awesome. Sounds like a nursery rhyme. He mm, mm, was an old man who welded in a tub.
1: Who, he 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 liked to weld in the tub. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. I'm 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 cross platform. I'm reading all sorts of um, all sorts of. Whoa.
0: I guess this is why we do the bat and tossing on the friend zone, isn't it?
1: Traditionally.
0: I've let the side down by being exhausted and tired out by no, Chris A. Rock's fantastic work. That was
1: crazy. Anyway, can you? I'm going to start reading another one we've got here. This one's from Jellico Josh. And uh, it came through on December 10th, 2020. Do you want to watch Cats? 2020. I want to watch Cats with you. I felt... I mean, no. Tim... I might
0: watch or maybe I'll just watch it by myself.
1: I would respect that. I there there is a time and a place I feel like watching cats, but it's not when we're apart. Hey boys Last weekend I attended Hollywood Avondale's twenty four hour movie marathon and thought it's something you and your listeners should know about. The story goes that the owner of the cinema chooses the best, weirdest and most obscure movies from his vast collection of physical film prints which he stores in warehouses all over the world. Fancy cars. The woman in the caviar, you know who we are, we got film all over the world. That's ludicrous, baby. Every year, patrons come and choose to sit in one of the slightly uncomfortable cinema seats. I recommend bringing a pillow, or pay a little extra to bring your own beanbag for 24 hours of hidden gems, dreck that may never be seen again, and the odd premiere of something new and wonderful. Between movies, they sometimes show beautifully faded commercials, music videos, and cinema bumpers, just to keep things interesting. There are breaks for dinner and brekkie, and occasional intermissions to stretch your legs, grab a coffee, and talk about the bizarre communal experience we're sharing. The rules are that you aren't supposed to share any of the films that you saw to keep the experience exclusive, and possibly to avoid any legal snafus by screening these prints. So, while I can't share any specific titles, me and my back row buddies have never stopped trading awful lines like, I'm going to whip you like a stepchild, or, Do you mean we have a Dracula running around? I'm not involved with the marathon in any capacity other than a return customer, but if anyone wants a concentrated dose of the worst idea of all time experience, this is a great option and helps keep one of Auckland's best repertory cinemas up and running. Say my name like you mean it. Josh. Josh is 100% correct. The Hollywood Avondale
0: is a place that has an incredibly special part in both Guy and My Hearts. And it hasn't been around for that long in its current form. I think it was, um, I can't remember his name, but it's Aunt Timpson's brother, I think, who runs it.
1: It's an incredibly beautiful cinema. I've seen, I've had some fantastic cinema going experiences. It's where I first saw the movie Heat. They played, like, 90s action films for a month towards the end of last year. And uh, Michael Mann's Heat, that's the film where Al Pacino and Robert De Niro act against one another.
0: If you're ever in Auckland, you honestly should, even if you're, like, here on a, a trip, if you're here for more than a day... Maybe go to the Hollywood Avondale because it absolutely rocks. And it's one of the only cinemas with a 35mm projector in the country now.
1: I'll tell you something else I'm actually doing at the Hollywood Avondale, not not so far from now. Dawn. Uh, I'm going to see a music a, a music event there. I'm going to watch the great Marlon Williams play music at the oh. Hollywood Avondale.
0: God, that'll be nice.
1: Yeah. That'll be so that'll nice. be so good.
0: Should we start uh, doing ads for the Hollywood Avondale? Just through the podcast.
1: Do they know about it?
0: They don't need to, I don't think. Then never. Oh. Why? As in. Oh, sorry, know I, mean,
1: I I I no, no, I mean we should. And they should <laughs> never find out about it, is what I was trying to say.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet.
1: I didn't do a good job.
0: It's alright. We've been um we've been going for a little while now. Uh, I'm incre- I cannot describe how hot I am here in the studio. Well,
1: Hey, why don't we say thanks to all of our friends and get you some fresh air? Well, why don't we? All right. Well, thanks to all of our friends, and Tim's just going to step outside for some fresh air. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Oh, if you want to see the um, pi- the pilot script table read, it's free for all at com.
1: I hope you all enjoy some fresh air like Tim. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, it's the friend zone. We're going to have a good time. It's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.